Hello, we are on the hot mic with Mike F. and McGowan. This is a series called Interesting People of Westchester. So a lot of pressure on this first guest of this series. His name is Cameron. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, my name is Cameron Davis. I'm the general manager of uh, the Griffin Cafe in Westchester, uh, and I am an interesting person. Oh, wow. You went bold early. (laughs) I like like it. All right. So if you had to guess why I chose you to be the first, I think you know why, but let's see if you can guess it. It has to be our immediate connection. Nope. No? Come on. It's my handsome face. Close. (laughs) Close. My mustache. Yes. Yes, there it is. So for the non-viewers out there, since we're audio only on this podcast, it's a handsome mustache, right? You pull it off. You don't see a lot of people with just the stash. Mm -hmm. So it's a lost art form. Um, A few weeks ago, we had the curly cue. I call it the Raleigh Fingers. He's 25, so he has no idea who that is, but he'll Google it later maybe. And, Not the uh, first time I've been called that. Really? Yeah, because oh, old yeah. people will call you that. It, absolutely. It was legendary. Baseball player, I think Padres and Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, so he's rocking that young. He's got the skinny jeans on. Let me just paint a picture here. Got the skinny jeans on, got the killer stash, got a nice head of hair, a little bit of ink, right? Mm-hmm. Wearing like a, what's that, a Henley? That's a Henley. Henley. Oh, my God, I used to love and rocking the Henleys. Waffle knit. Waffle knit Henley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've painted the picture. That was perfect. It's perfect. Oh, a couple of nose rings. Yes. couple. Let's talk about those for a second. So you got the bull. What's the bull thing called? That's, that's called a septum. Septum. But isn't it like the bull ring or something? Isn't there that's a exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then you got the side. And I got two sides. Two sides. Okay. Yep. What's blowing your nose like? Like, is it bad? Is that it... is the number of course one it is, question that everyone us who has vanilla people want to know because we're like, I have a problem enough blowing my nose as it is with nothing in there. Here's... The interesting part is that it's not necessarily any harder because it's out in front okay. of the nostrils. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, so I but can. But doesn't something get caught? I mean, like, sometimes it's gooey, right? A, a good nose blow, right? <laughs> True. I mean, you True. have to you rub got a down the little bull nasal horn. drip there. Yeah, and then, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then the nasal cord, you got to get around with the nasal cord to blow it. <laughs> We're off the rails oh, already. We're both on the rails already. Only flow naze listeners. Flow from naze this listeners person, totally from this get point this. On. All right, we're going to do an hour of flow naze humor now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I always wonder, like, because, you know, you, I like sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I got a hanger, right? They call it a little bat in the belfry. Somebody told me once, right? I <laughs> yes. love that. A little bat in the cave. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you're adding, you're adding things that can make that worse in my mind. Yeah. As an outsider of the nose ring. The worst part is when it's healing because okay. then everything is like, ooh, ah, ooh. Mm. So that's kind of the worst part. After that, you just kind of... I, it's so hard to describe. It's almost natural how you like maneuver. Okay, around you get it. used to it, right? Yeah, it's like you a, do. It's you like do. A, it's like an extra appendage. You forget it's there. Okay, okay, definitely. So let me ask you this: You ever have to go to an interview and take them out because, like, no, I don't. I don't work. You don't places. go to those type of places. I don't. I don't work for places that. Isn't it great that that's a thing? Like eighty percent of places probably would be like don't care. Yeah, even my old corporate gig wouldn't care. Yeah. yeah, but the, if you're the, good, like that's a good thing. The tide is changing. The tide is fucking changed. Yes, it, when when I used to people work say it, it's getting worse, but it's getting better in so many ways. Also, it really is. We're divisive, but accepting way more than ever. Way more than ever. That's an excellent point. When I used to work um, at like some corporate grocery stores, 
um, they would ask me to flip it up. Mm. And my, my gauge is so big that I can't <laughs> actually yeah, flip it up yeah. anymore. Yep. Um, and that was always a question of like, why did you hire me if you didn't want you went to the interview like that. All of me. You didn't flip you know? internal. You didn't go internal in the interview. Right. I. I. Okay. You get what you. You get the bullhorn. Yes. You. Get, you, you get the fucking. What is it? It's like a bull ring. What? What the fuck? There's. A, I keep cursing. See, we, talk, <laughs> we talked about this. We tried to go PG. You give me one slow hand smash and just breaks down. All right. I'll have to mark this one. All right. So. Uh, all right. So I think we've done enough nose stuff. Cool. Feel comfortable that we covered the grounds. I feel is there anything else you'd like to share about my nose, nose and I are, are a okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and for the listeners, we really did only have one drink. Fair. We really did. Yeah. Yes. But we, I feel like a mess though. Did we just did drink you? it fast? What did we do? Or is it just I mean, me? We come, we, are we just we, having too much fun? I think it's a little bit of, <laughs> I think it's a little bit, you put us together with a slow hand smash. No, you shouldn't have done that. So anyway, um, all right. So let's, talk, as you sip down your black cherry wine cooler. So there is a, there is a, uh, tradition to this. It's starting now. I've done a few offhand podcasts, but it always starts with a wine cooler. I have no idea why. The I think they're lovely. I love a Jamaican me happy all day long, but today I'm going peach Bellini and you've got the black cherry fizz. I've got the black cherry fizz. Yeah. How, how is that treating you? It's delicious. Uh, it is. It's a lovely beverage. It's, it's a lovely beverage. It's just enough to take the edge off. Yes. And now we're relaxed. Okay. Yes. So, so now you are the stash. You are here because of the stash. Yes. However, you, I believe you're an interesting person also. Oh, shut I know you like a cup of coffee, right? Oh, speaking of a cup of coffee, but I've known you for a cup of coffee, but I know you're interesting and I can't wait to figure out how interesting. This is exciting for me. So one of the questions we first ask is, you know, now you're GM over at Griffin. Griffin's a great spot. I hit it all the time. Do a little work there. If anybody listening, it's a great little spot to bring the laptop. Fake like you're working. If you're one of those work from home people like I was, just lovely way to kill three hours on one cup of coffee, which costs you money probably. But that's it's not about you. It's about us. Thanks. So a passion in life. So I know coffee is a passion, but like what else? What else are passions in your life? Well, coffee's definitely a passion. And when um, did that start? Is that like you were six years old and mom shoved the coffee in your mouth? No, or like, that, how was, does it start? that was relatively new. Okay. Um, and it was a transfer of passions. Um, mm. I started coffee about a year and a half ago. Okay. And I, I had just gotten out of, I had just taken a break from grad school. Um, and I was hungering for something else in life. Okay. Just a new experience, anything. And this is at like 23. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is like 23. I didn't hit that till like 43, but anyway, it's <laughs> good for I, you. It's insatiable. Teaching it out early. That's good. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a feeling that that is going to be a, a theme in my life. So you're going to consistently find things. Yes. To dig into deep. I can't rabbit holes. I can't rabbit holes. Yeah. Rabbit I holes can't get fathom. Devoting my entire life to one thing. Hmm. I I feel like I was born a renaissance man. Okay. And you, and you, you reek of renaissance man. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. You do. You do. With your fancy glasses and your <laughs> bull ring nose shit. That I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous people. <laughs> I just want to be young again. It sucks. Old. All right. It's so, never too late. <laughs> so you, coffee a year and a half ago. That's new. Yes. It's brand new. And like, how did it start? Break it down. Well, I got a job. I, I got a job at the Griffin, and oh, you, oh okay. So it, yeah, started so it started with a job. Okay, it started with a job, 
Um, I mean, and everyone likes coffee to some extent. I don't know about that. I know some haters. It is a bitter thing. So when I drink my coffee, it's a milkshake. I mean, I'm going, you know me. That's I'm going fair. Iced coffee with like throwing some hazelnut and vanilla and mocha. But well, that's bad because I have a sweet tooth. Well, there's no... Who's to say it's bad? It's bad. So, and I can say bad. why. One time, so my son's in college and his roommate was from Columbia. And he had this little machine and he was going to make me an espresso. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so bitter. I'm going to be grossed out because I don't like bitter. Mm. It was the most amazing thing I ever had. It was insane. That's the it was about one ounce. This is the weirdest thing because it's like one ounce. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. He gave me this little dainty club, cup and he pressed it and did this all. It was amazing. So I do get it yeah. to some extent, but I still prefer the... It's it's all about the caffeine and the sugars. It's a vehicle. To keep me awake, yes. It's a vehicle, yes. yes. All right, so, so you started there, and were you a coffee drinker before? Absolutely. Black? How do you like your... How do you Black. Like I drink... Uh, and, and not from a purist standpoint. It's so, it's so passe to say, like you like your men. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, exactly. It's like, you can't keep saying that joke, but it still works. It's like, that's what she said. You have it to just bite always your, works. You have to bite your tongue to not say God, it. God, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you're a black coffee drinker. Yes. And do you have a particular, you know, country, a, a bean? What do you got? I like, I, I tend to gravitate towards light roasts. Okay. Because those generally have the most Such flavor. Such a pussy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if you like. She's out the window already. I mean, if you like burnt cigar, dark chocolate. Burnt hair. At eight in the morning. Okay. That's All right. fine. So, so you like a light roast. Yeah, okay. I like a white okay. roast. Okay. Um, yeah. I I like South American okay. a lot. Yeah. Um, but I also do African coffees too. Okay. Um, the African coffees are the ones that have like a lot of like really vibrant, brilliant, juicy flavors. Okay. Okay. Kind of like you can get notes of like berries and uh, like a lot of acidity. Okay. Um, with the South American coffees, you're generally going through like nuttiness and chocolate okay. and chocolate notes. And those are, those are the ones that cocoa I cocoa kind of stuff in exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. Nice and smooth. Okay. Nothing too, nothing too jolting. Okay. You know? What's your, what's your most exquisite or rare that you serve at Griffin? Is there something that's like, Oh shit, they have that. Or is it not that kind of place? I don't know Griffin well enough behind it's the bar. It's more of like a, well, I like to think of it as a, as a liaison between and ease in it's not the yes. true artisan coffee where you're like all hoity-toity with 32 beans from 32 countries it's not the kind of place where it's like oh we don't do half and half oh uh, yeah it's yeah. not that kind of yeah, place yeah. um everyone can get something that they like there it's yeah. it's a it's a compromise it's a liaison into the world of third wave coffee yeah. and of course we're trying to like get to that point of oh like wow this is fantastic like the idea is that like people hear the word griffin and they're they're coming from philly oh wow okay from here. okay um that's the idea that okay. that we're hosting but you're easing into it though yes all the it's, a, it's a it's a slow build okay all right. much like anything in life all right we're right. doing so is there uh is there some favorites at the griffin yeah you ever love? had a mazagran oh i was literally gonna say that's my jam yeah that's what i get every time I so, always get that. So Great. for those who don't know, a mazagran is um, lemonade, iced coffee, and simple syrup. And I know immediately that sounds mm-hmm. horrendous. No, it's actually awesome. It's yeah. it's delightful. Yeah. It's like my favorite yeah. summer drink. Yeah. It's, it's like stuff. a robust... That That's how I describe it, is a robust Arnold Palmer. It is. That's what it is. Yeah. I love it. No, that's... I had my first there. 
yeah. probably three months ago, and that's usually what I go to. The other day, I don't know what I did. I needed more caffeine or something, but I also wanted to try the limeade. I saw a little limeade. I know it's probably just like lemon and lime. and That's no, just straight up limes. Lime and what? Lemonade. Limeade? No. It's a limeade. No, it's, it's limeade. It's, it's like it's lemon. Lime? Take the lemon out of lemonade and put a lime in it, and that's what it is. It's lime juice, and it's the exact same recipe as we use for lemonade. Okay. Limes. Interesting. And then we do like the butterfly pea powder in it, so then it turns it um, purple. Butterfly pea powder? Yep. Okay. Not like butterfly pea. No, no, but, but like uh, <laughs> it's what it's, it's called. Yes. Has nothing to do with a butterfly. It's True. a flower. It's yes. a flower sometimes. It's a flower. All right, we're all learning here in this uh, world of coffee. It's a natural pH detector. Ooh, look at you. Now, yeah, right? Now, do you like when somebody gets geek? Like, you're, you're doing some decent volume, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's not like there's a line around the corner, but there's people waiting for drinks usually True. by going there. So if you get a connoisseur who wants to, like, talk about, like, certain things, does that move the needle for you? Do you want to talk about this? Oh, like, I'll- just order the shit because we got so much to do. I'll pull them on, it depends on the um, depends on your mood. It Does it depend on, on if you're menstruating or not? It depends on. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, it was a delay. <laughs> I thought he was going to give me something. that was a delay. I. It depends on. Sorry for the ladies out there. I'm sorry. Sorry for the menstruating people. There, <laughs> there you are. Sorry. Um, <laughs> 2022 baby. 2022 baby. Um, it. I will always geek out, and I'm glad. You I'm like that? So glad you used the word geek. Because I'm not a coffee snob. Okay. Yep. I prefer the term coffee geek because at the end of the day, I think it's day, much better. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's yeah. like I I don't care what you drink. I'm not yeah. casting judgment upon yep. you based on what you order. Yep. Um. I don't have that much. I don't have that much emotional energy. Well, you're only stand. a year and a half in. You give it time. True. True. I'm sure I'll develop enough resentment. I'm like another lavender latte. Like here we go. Um. No, but I am always, I get excited and I feed off that energy. Yeah, okay, so good. when someone else is like, because it's, it's rare enough that someone actually asks, okay. Hey, what country of origin actually is in your espresso? Like, what am I to be, to right. expect? Yeah. A switch flips. Okay. And I'm like, Oh, you want to know that? Like, Ooh, finger cracking. crack. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like let's get into it. Nice. I love it. And I'll take them aside and okay. I'll, I'll explain explain this or that or if they want to pour over we can get into all the different countries of origin and and i want to learn about the pour over i read the pour over but i didn't understand it oh yeah and i didn't want to look like a nerd so the other day you were right there i think i'm like what is that keg thing that you're pouring in the iced coffee like what's going on you know what i mean like oh the nitro well that's different than a pour no but and then there was a sign that said pour i'm like all right i don't know what any of that means (laughs) right so now you're gonna tell me which is so now i'm gonna tell you so a pour over wait wait, wait, let's close out so you love the bean pull aside right you're getting into it at a geeky level with somebody you like that right like a like like the whiskey guys at Slowhand, like when you're going there right they love that i love anything that is both a science and an art Okay. And that's exactly what coffee has given to me. Okay. That's nice. Exactly. It's a good combo. It's yeah. A good combo. Right. So what, so usually with those, cause they may be coffee snobs, mm-hmm. right? They may be like, I, I want your best Colombian blah, blah, blah. Right. Exactly. Could be, that could be what you're getting into. Yes. Could be a little more casual, but if they're asking you on the side, they're kind of like, really, they want the good stuff. Exactly. And they're willing to pay for it probably mm-hmm. too. Right. So what, is there a good stuff? Is there something where like, oh shit, you have that? Or is it more like, here's the two or three different options that I think you'll like for that coffee snob, we'll call it. 
it's it's the latter. Okay. And it's because and and usually there's nothing the when you're going like stuff. under the table and you're like I got these beans from like, Madagascar. They're fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, I wish you I should wish. get that. That would be hot. That would be a great move for that so? person. Like you know, what? I don't tell anybody about this, but like let me go under the table. No, no, and it's a whole thing. Like, it's a whole thing. It's just, just a regular, like regular beans at the end beans. of yes. the day. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, but they don't know. They don't know. Well, and you know what? They're gonna love it because you build it up. It's like sommelierang. It's like that's, wine tasting where you you're have like, to do this. if this you such, if you charge thirty two dollars for. <laughs> that's a that's literally one of my best ideas ever. I think just the whole going under like don't. Come over here for a second. <laughs> All right, sorry. You can please do that. You have to do that. All right. I have to do that. All right, but there's a couple of options that they're not going to hate. They're not going to walk out of Griffin because no. they don't have something good in their minds. Yeah, like a single origin. Like This ties into your pour-over question, actually, yeah. because when someone orders a pour-over, it's pretty much it's the same as drip coffee, but you have more control. Okay. All right, so, so describe the pour-over. So the pour over process, we do a Chemex over at uh, Griffin, which means uh, it's a type of brewer. Okay, and um, it's pretty ergonomic. It's the only brewer in the Modern Museum of Art, the MoMA in New York City. Okay, because it's so aesthetic. Love a MoMA. It's beautiful. Love a MoMA. Love a MoMA. Yeah. Love a good MoMA. Big fan of a MoMA. Um, <laughs> um, it's 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 unique because it's entirely glass. It's an hourglass shape, and it's the brewer and the carafe in one. Okay. So you stick a cone filter, okay. a, a paper oh, I've filter seen this. in okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you brew the coffee and it pools in the bottom. And you do it um, with a kettle, a pour over okay. kettle with a gooseneck kettle. Gosh. And um, you can, with that, you have a lot more control because I get to choose the grind. I get to choose the temperature okay. that I get to brew the coffee at. And, you know, every country, every roast is different. Okay. So if I have an African light roast coffee, I'll probably use a higher temperature because that's just, in my experience, what African coffees are privy okay. to. Okay. Um, that's not racist in any way. It's, it happens not, to be hot in Africa. It happens. That was to not be. a race. Just 2022. You got to be really careful. Exactly. Now, Cameron. Exactly. We're 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 covering our base. We love here. everybody. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. I'm encourageable, brother. I'm encourageable. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, right. So you just have more control and, and it's done by, it's done by human hands. It's done by craft. Okay. So, so this is when you get to your coffee mixology, essentially. Here it is. Right? Yes. Yes. You have like a bloom temper, uh, a bloom time where you pour a little, um, water over the grinds and it releases CO2 from the roasting process and that kind of primes the okay. grinds to be brewed actually. And then you go slowly over in circular, um, circular motions. And it, the reason why we choose single origins is because with single origins, you get a lot more personality. Okay. Like if you get beans just from Guatemala, just from this one farm, okay. um, or just from this one, plantation in ethiopia rather than you're not mixing it you're pointing to that one thing for the flavor exactly okay. exactly okay. it it does this one thing and it does it the best there you go okay i'm in and that's kind of what you're paying for you're paying to unlock those specific flavors that you might not get you'll get them in a blend but in a blend they're not as prominent okay yeah okay nice so you're enjoying yourself i am having a great time uh, how great does that feel 
It feels fantastic. There's a lot of miserable SOBs out there. There's that a lot. They hate what they do and they're miserable. And you happen to not be one of them. I That's th- awesome. Every day I think. Dude, drink that in. Don't, I will. Don't take you're not taking it for granted. But like literally, you're like a one percenter on like that scale. I like to say I know how lucky I am. Oh, uh, that's good. Like that's good. it's it's I, I, that's amazing. But, but it also, it, I kind of like reap what I sow okay. because I can't really do something that I don't love completely. But you got into something. You didn't know it was going to go here. Oh yeah. You had no idea. But and by the way, I, you started doing what? We were just pouring coffee at Griffin. Yeah. And then they're like, or from the very bottom, you kind of don't suck. So we'll promote you to like a better coffee pourer. And now you're a GM. That's pretty much it. Right. You just didn't suck. I didn't suck. Yeah. No, that's and a big, I cared. That's a big thing in life. No, you, you showed a passion yeah. and an yeah. energy. And that, by the way, for the listeners out there, the younger listeners, that you just described what makes people successful. That's right? exactly it. Positive yeah. attitude, good work ethic, be all in, Yep. be energetic about it. And if you happen to be passionate about it, great. If you don't, fake that you're passionate about it because it sells. And then it you're going to find yourself, was it one promotion or multiple? It was multiple. So I went from you know, a, a, a basic employee to a shift leader. You could never be a basic employee. employee. Not with that fucking mustache. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's the F-bomb again. Click. There it is. Click. Um, I didn't have a mustache at the time. Really? A recent thing. Dude, I would never it's hire you. Like about There's like no reason months. to hire you pre-mustache. <laughs> you literally bring nothing to the table. It's true. It's true. So okay. This, this so carries you're everything a non, else. You're a non-mustache barista, right? Yes. Pouring some coffee. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want to learn more. Did you have somebody there who was like willing to teach you or did you self-study? I had so many amazing people. Oh, that's and awesome. An amazing community around me. The owner, okay. uh, Len. Is he uh, the owner of all of them or just the one in Westchester? Just the one in Westchester. Because okay. there's like two or three, right? Correct. There's three. Okay. There's one in Wayne yep. uh, and one in Kensington, Fishtown. Okay. Oh, Kensington's okay. lovely this time of year. Yes, of course. <clears throat> It always gets <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole nother podcast. <clears throat> it always gets a few IRS. It's like, oh, Kensington, wow. Great for high end coffee. But it's it's in a good it's in a good neighborhood. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um and then this is actually the most recent location. I think I've been to the one in Kensington. Yeah? Yeah, and I feel like there's a there's a comic book store right nearby that I went to. But anyway, anyway. I digress. Okay. So um forgot what we were talking about. Uh the owner was one of your people that taught you. Yeah, yeah. He... Um, he saw my passion and he gave me the flexibility and space to grow without, without the pressure of like, Hey, if you screw up, yeah, you're done. Yeah. It was a very nurturing environment for if, if basically I felt invested in mm. and that in and of itself was enough. That's for powerful, me to, man. Yeah. It, it's so powerful. No, no, that's huge. That's hats off. What's his name? Len. Hats off to Len. Yes. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I mean, a neutral friend, Will, right? Mm-hmm. Same type of thing. People invested in him. He got passionate about it. Like when somebody feels like they invest in you, it's a great feeling and you want to go through a fiery wall for that person. What you won't do for Len because of what he did for you, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Pays for itself. In his perspective, he's getting you to jump through a wall, right? Exactly. In your perspective, you're getting laid up for success, right? So win-win. This, this, is, a, this is a guy who took me from nothing and saw something. You were a horrible slouch. That's I was a horrible, horrible slouch in the gutter. <laughs> um, 
And he decided that he saw something in me. It was the passion. You were excited. I mean, like, I was right? excited. Yeah. And, and you had a good head on your shoulders. And you can't, if you're excited about something, yeah. like, to the extent that I was, and I, whenever I find something new that kind of sparks yeah. something in me, I jump with both feet in. Nice. That's I'm an all-in guy, too. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a sickness. Yeah. Well, here's a, here's a weird question for you, though. Now that you are a big deal. Yeah. General manager. <laughs> Um, is it disappointing to find that other people aren't wired that way? Meaning what I learned, right? So I had the same experience. Mm-hmm. People invested in me. I killed it. And I, I had a, you know, a group of people that worked for me and, and nobody really had as much that I had. I was always the most passionate and I always wondered like, why aren't people like this? Right. You get a lot of people who are punch the clockers that are like, yeah, I'm not really passionate about coffee. This is a paycheck. Like, is it hard for you when employees aren't all in? Like you were. It is, but... You need worker bees. You need worker bees, too. They're, but they're few and far between. Okay. Where, so you feel pretty good about your guys? Hire and the way that we run our business, okay. I strive to get... It, it's infectious. If you're passionate... That's the, one of the greatest words ever. Positive mindset and the passion. Infectious. If yes. you're a negative Nelly, equally as infectious in a bad exactly. way. It's, and it's deadly. I fired... Not fired, but I removed people... Yeah. That had a negative presence because it's just so bad. It's But on the positive side, if you get a culture like that, it's a home run. That's one of the, well, I'm, well, that was one of the main things that I kind of glommed onto when I was training for management is whatever's on the top trickles down. Mm-hmm. So if you come in and you're having an off day, everyone's going to feel it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is. Oh. So that's how I've kind of like engineered myself to set it aside. It doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not a foolproof system, but what doesn't fail is my passion. Um, and that's kind of what I rely on. The passion never fades and it always trickles down. So other people, I, at least this is what I feel. Other people get excited when I get excited about coffee. That's good. Yeah. And hopefully they step up their game a little bit. Not everybody's wired like you are, right? Of course. So what I struggle with, I can't expect everybody to be the go-getter that I was, Mm -hmm. the work ethic that I was, going about, I can't expect that. I wanted it, but I was always disappointed. So I learned, it took a long time to learn, like, dude, you cannot expect everybody to be up to your expectations. No. And it's It's so, it's so hard, especially when you're in a leadership position. You have these, I have ridiculously high standards for myself, so it's. I, I found that was that. my first mark because we're talking leadership now. There we go. Yeah. That was my first mark of, of like, <laughs> I need to separate the standards for myself for standards for other people mm-hmm. because the hardest part about running something, running a business is the people Yeah, reaching them and figuring out what makes them tick and how, and how to, you know, persuade them to do the job that you want to unlock the best that they have for you. How hard is it to find the good people right now? It's a weird job market. It's, it's very strange. Um, I don't know how, but we just get lucky. Are people walking in with resumes sometimes? It's just, and then you do a, like an interview, see if they'll fit in culturally. Like what's your, what's your process to see if they're going to be able to have that kind of attitude you want? We do two interviews. Well, first they fill out an online application. And if that looks good enough, uh, we say, Hey, 
Come on down. You worked at Wawa, you're good. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're hireable. Well, it's funny. So what would be a negative? Like, so if they worked at Starbucks, is that a negative? No. Okay. So because they have a reasonable... Like, is there certain things like, yeah, we can't do that because it's going to be too big of a leap to Griffin? Because, well... Walmart? Anyone? Well, Walmart greeter? Well, think about this. No offense. Walmart I came greeters. I came from scratch. Yeah, yeah. So you're willing so to, like, you're going to give a leeway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? I, I, you're going to find no... raw talent that's got the right attitude and you're going to groom them to be as good as you it's are. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. But um, with Starbucks or anything, it's what with the most, the most important thing is, is the hustle. If you can work hard yeah, yeah. and you can work and you can work and they fast. work hard at starbucks they, they do they do. do they do like yeah. their systems are yeah. pristine yeah like they've got it down which is good and that's and high bad. volume shit too man yeah Jesus. man yeah. like which is good and bad yeah. because if you take someone out of that system even for a second like if you go up to someone and like hey can i get a like an extra splash of milk in yeah. my in my cup and they're in the middle of their system they're like they shut down they're yeah like, yeah they, they them freak off, yeah. out yeah, yeah it does um but there's no, I can tell you, I could go on and on what a, it's kind of like, okay, this analogy is sketch, but do you know the analogy of, of like pornography of like, oh, here we go. I know it. I, I can't define pornography, but I, but know, I know when I, I see, see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's that's exactly raw talent. It. It's raw talent is what you say. Yes. No, you, you vibe off their personality, their energy. What you're perceiving to be their passion and work ethic, maybe. I'm a raw talent guy. Yeah. I've hired more raw talent that was ill-equipped for the job than I knew would be my best performer in two months than I care to say. Exactly. I had to fight for a lot of people because other people are like, guys, never done this before. I go, dude, talk to him. Yeah. Right? I mean, talk to him. And then every time they talk to him, like, okay, I get it. He's gonna be awesome. It's right? it's all about the, the raw talent. The raw, raw talent, talent yep. the raw potential. Yep. How, um, what's your hit ratio? You feel good about it? I always put myself around ninety percent. I was pretty damn good at judging. I'm new enough that I haven't even I haven't even gotten to that point. Do you yet. get any epic fails? We're like, oh man, that that guy was a mutt. He didn't really work. None out. that I've hired. Okay, okay, nice. It's good. I'll good. take that. There's a couple people there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Griffin people. Um, all right, well, th- that's that's awesome. Like that makes me happy because you're you've got a passion that you're into, and it's your job. Yes, dude. 40 hours and you don't hate what you're doing is like so rare. I'm I, happy for you. I go home and I have energy to like That's great. live. Uh, That's great. I, I just have that for the first time. It took me 50 years, right? Just doing whatever I want to do. But I, I did the corporate it, thing. But no, but you're doing it in your 20s, dude. That's so rare. Very happy for you. All right. Thank you, my friend. And the mustache. I like. So. <laughs> All right. So, but you have other passions. So like, give me a hobby passion. Give me like outside of the coffee world. What else, what else uh, do you get excited about? I get excited about music. Okay. A lot. All right. Uh, genres. Genres. Um, I love. If you can't, if um, you can't tell about the everything about me, <laughs> I love. I love a good punk. Love good punk rock. Okay. Uh, give me. Give me a couple of bands. They're gonna be ones I never heard of. I was raised. Well, no. That was a Black I, Flag guy. Not well. necessarily. I was raised on Green Day. Okay, so Green Day. See, they were great. They crossed over a good bit, but they were a punk they band. Did. Yes. So it was Blink-182, so a lot of them uh, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A punk, pop punk. Um, social Distortion. I love Steve. I don't know if you consider them. I love, I love them. Social, uh, social D is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what My favorite um, punk, pop punk band is The Wonder Years. Oh, okay. I like The Wonder Years. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're okay, fantastic. See, see, that's accessible poetry. punk to me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't like when it's so hard and just thrashy and doesn't, it's just, it's just angry. 
I yeah. like when there's a little heart to it. So I get, I get. It depends on the mood. Like I love yeah. my angry stuff. I yeah. love my it. It all settles into. The okay. Movie. What other genre you got? Um, well. Don't make me out you because I know where you were the other night and I saw what you were reading. So don't make me out you. I'll out I'm, you. I'll out myself. Okay. I am. Wait, a, he's coming out. Here I'm, he comes. I'm a classical music junkie. There you go. I love that. I, I love that. I love it. This crazy son of a bitch had a Beethoven book that was a thousand pages yep. strong yep. at a bar. Like yes. he was going to read it. I was going to read it. Yeah, I didn't I let that happen. I literally did, did not, let, not that happen. let that happen. I will never let that happen. <laughs> yeah. No. Not on my watch. Not when I'm trying to have fun. <laughs> you put that shit away. <laughs> but it literally was a thousand page book. Are you, are you, did you just start it? I just started it. How, you a hundred pages in or you're like 12 pages in? I'm like, uh, and by just started, like I just started it at the laundromat. Okay. Because you got in the way. You got a laun- you, you're a laundromat guy. I, you have I'm to take your guy. stuff from the house I have to a, a laundromat because it's next door. Do you go next door or no? No, I go There's down. one next door. Okay. I didn't, I, uh, I haven't tried that place okay. yet. I go down to the family laundromat off Route 3. Okay. Better, like, right at the intersection. Better of upper echelon of people there, maybe. Three. They'll serve you a little whiskey on the rocks there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm, I do not miss the laundromat days. Just the idea of getting the basket or the hamper Dude, and the ugh. clothes and leaving. That's literally the one it's of the things the of growing up that really sucks. Well, I have. In my in the basement of my complex, I have uh, my apartment complex. I have a, like a shared facility kind of thing. Yeah, like a laundromat. But it's probably uh, like small, and you have to do like eight loads, right? That's or exactly no? right. And they it's just go blow one load. Yeah, one load. load of these giant machines. And I set. need quarters. What yeah. am I made out of quarters? Oh, this place does a little swiping. Yes. It does oh, swipe love it. a swipe. This place I think is quarters. That's probably why you don't go. That's there. exactly yeah, it. Yeah, That's exactly yeah. it. Yes. Who does so that? I just go up. What is a quarter anymore? Jesus Christ. I hate getting change. It is the worst. But anyway, I digress. All right. So you got your laundromat. You're reading at the laundromat. Mm -hmm. People are looking at you weird because. Yeah, of course, because look at me. And then. No, you're doubling down with a thousand page Beethoven book at the laundromat. Like there's so much wrong with that. I can't even touch it. Like that's a whole nother podcast. That's just me. So. All right. So you're reading it and uh, Beethoven, one of your favorite or just. Beethoven is one of my favorites. Okay. His raw you energy. Just, ch- what is it? Ch- Tchaikovsky? Is that Tchaikovsky another name? Is I'm going to try and one? throw out random names. Like Please, keep going. Rodan? Or is it like a Rodan? Or a Ro- uh, I have no idea what you're talking uh, most about. Most of mine are going to relate to Warner Brothers' Bugs Bunny, um, because that's how I know my classical music. <laughs> Chopin? Chopin. That, that was it. There, there, yeah, <laughs> see how bad I am? I believe, Rodan, I think it was an artist. I think Rodan a was a monster in Godzilla. And a painter and somebody from medieval times. Rodan was a painter. Yes. And I think he's in the Marvel movies too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cultured, like, dude. I'll cover I'm everything so cultured. One. It's not even funny. That's for the ladies. Just one name. One name. That's all Rodin. I need. <laughs> Mozart. I got another one. Mozart is another one of my boys. Well, see the, who's the ear off guy. Now that's a painter. That's see a painter. See how great I am? That's Van Gogh. So bad. Wait, wasn't there like an artist that cut something off that was like a music person or no? Was I that don't Van think Gogh? So. Not that I know. I'm the worst. That people. was Van Gogh. Yeah, yeah. You're on the hot mic with Mike F. McGowan. You're not on the hot mic with Beethoven <laughs> Jr. Anyway, all right. So Beethoven book, right? So yes. you think you'll make it through that whole thing? Man, I hope so. I haven't read a book in 20 years. This is an in-depth biography. They started the first chapter yeah. talking about his grandfather. Okay. And about like how his grandfather was like this and that, and he started as a, as like a woodsmith. And I'm like, I don't, 
or whatever that is. Yeah, um, wood, a wood guy. Yeah, yeah a wood guy. Yeah, wood right. A wood nom- maker. That's the what nomenclature. Is it? It's, I think it's wood. Is it a woodsmith? Wood, is it uh, a carpenter? I don't know what the hell it is. This is great because now you look foolish. For exactly. Once. No, I was the You're weirdo. Welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I think it's a wood right. Is it a wood right? All right. For the listeners out there, get back to us in the comments. Get back to us in the comments. For the three people listening to us, we want to hear your voice. Is wood right a thing? Tell us in the comments. (laughs) I'm going to Google it afterwards. All right, so you get into Grandpa, who's a wood right. We're just going to go with that. exactly. Yeah, we're we're, we're rolling I don't think it's woodsmith. I don't think it's woodsmith. It's definitely not woodsmith, but... um, It's blacksmith. Woodworker. Yeah, all right, we'll get it back. Cool, cool. Is it driving you nuts, though? I kind of want to know right now. He, what? If it's a wood right or a wood, like what is you it? You want me to Google it? No, it? is it bothering you? Because it's bothering me a little bit. Or can you get over it? I can get over okay, it. Okay, let's move on then. Okay, cool. I'm going to fight the urge. A little <laughs> bit of a tick going on. Proud my phone. of you. All right, so <laughs> Grandpa's a wood something. <laughs> I'm still hanging on to wood right because no, I like that so I much. think it's a thing. All right, keep going. All right. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> Grandpa. So he, we're on Grandpa right now. Okay. And I kind of just want to know about. The man. Yeah. And I'm tired of... But you know it's building up to the man. Be patient, you son of a bitch. I know, right? God, you're on page 12. You're so impatient. I, I am. Jesus. I am. Jesus. It's a thousand pages and I'm on page 12 and you're I'm like, where's the good part? I think we should do an over-under with the listeners. Over-under is page 100. Will he make it there? Well, I... What do you think a good Vegas line is? Knowing yourself, have you done a big book like that before? I never have. I've never gone I've past done, like I've 250. Done, I've done a 700 Mozart. It was something like this, you know. Like, I've done a 700 Mozart book, and I and I have okay. a tattoo. You did a Mozart. You did yeah. a 700. How long did it take you? Oh man, I'm a slow it, reader. Well, and, and it, I chunk that's it. not like one I of those chunk murder it, you know? mysteries where you just stay up till four in the morning and no, binge read. No, this is like a thorough reading. Right? It took me about like three to four months. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, but of like chunking yeah. and and like digesting because yeah. like. I'll go into that trance while like reads read the words, yep. but I won't comprehend I, exactly every what book it means. I read. Sadly, yes. and, and it's so frustrating. So I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna go back. Yeah, and just um, to paint the picture, uh, in the dorm room we have South Park, Deadpool, Nine Inch Nails, and um, Will Ferrell on the wall. So that's literally my reading level, just the, for the, the people out there. Perfect blend. <laughs> uh, so okay, so you're getting into it, uh, but classical music. So tell me what it does for you. So you went to school for it, I believe. I went to school for it. And uh, where'd you go? I went to Westchester right uh, here. Good, a good music school, quite yes. honestly. Yep. Yes. Physical therapy, uh, music, and physical education kind of majors were the big ones back in yeah. my day. Nursing, too. No, nursing. Yep, yep, yep. So you're in school, and you, you're a young lad. This is like literally seven years ago. It's so depressing. And you're like, I want to go to college, and I'm going to be a music major. Yep. And I want to do what? Well, um, I originally started with music education. Okay. Uh, I wanted to be a band director. Okay, okay. And then I got... It Was it the hat or the wand that really... It was the wand. Yeah, the wand's impressive. The wand, which yeah. is... It, it ties in later, actually. <laughs> Casting spells. <laughs> I oh, wanted to be... Harry I wanted Potter? to be... Are we going Harry Potter I today? wanted to be Mickey Mouse from oh, uh, Fantasia. Philharmagic, <clears throat> dare I say. Have you seen Philharmagic? No. Oh, that's a Disney ride or Disney show at the park. But it's Gosh, Donald. I've never been. Don. Oh, we got to get you there. We, I, we got to go. Uh, I feel like, oh, now I'm depressed. No, anyway, I was like, I had a Disney kid. So I literally went every year of his life. It's insane. And now he's Gosh. 20 minutes from Disney at college and goes every other day. It's, it's, it's so spoiled. You're like, you're welcome, Riley. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay. So you wanted to be that you wanted to be Mickey in Fantasia. 
Yeah, I wanted to. Did you really see Fantasia and like, wow? Well, the thing about Fantasia that really resonated with me is the fact that um, I have synesthesia. Ah, okay. And so... The let's be- describe that for the view. I know what it is. I happen to know what it is, True. but let's describe that for people. Um, and we talked about it the other night. Um, so I, you're supposed to act like we haven't rehearsed it all and we haven't talked y- about you're it. You're right. You just blew the cover off all the magic that we had here. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it did come um, up, like, what, two nights ago? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, synesthesia is when you, by definition, is when you experience an, uh, another sense, uh, another sensory input in response to one. So, um, for example, when I hear music, I see colors and motions. Um, and that was huge. Um, I, for the longest time, I thought that you that see, was, everybody did it. Yes. Yeah. yeah that is yeah, just how you experience common. music. Yeah, and, yeah. and Fantasia was just a, an outlet for me to like resonate with like, okay, like this is affirming. This is normal. And then I would talk to other people and they're like, mm, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. What? It's just music. When did you discover that? Like, were you very young or was it older? No, because I got into music really late. Okay. 15 years old. Okay. So, and then you're going through and you're seeing colors and you assume everybody else does. And then at some point it comes up. Yeah. That's exactly how, how it happened. How it come up? Yeah. Um, well, I, I... I remember I was in high school and I was describing this this piece to my friend and I was using the words like like oh the like you have to like make this I, w- I was describing playing a snare drum in the way that it needs to be very red mm. and they looked at me like I had three heads. And it wasn't because of the nose rings at that time? No, okay, I didn't have the clear. nose rings at that Oh, time. okay, so it was yes. it was the red. Yes, it was the such red. A dick, I'm such a dick. <laughs> Take like a heartwarming story and just fuck it all up. Anyway, so that's cool, right? So you're you're describing it and you're like colors and like, what, what? Yeah. What, what, what? Exactly. And, and you had to and, get into it and now they think you're really weird. And and then, yes. Now you're chemically imbalanced Now I'm them. asking everyone. I'm like, this is red, right? Like this is, this Right, this when you see this, this is, is purple, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And so yeah. it's like 17, 18? What do you what do you think it was? It's about like yeah. College? 15, 15 16. Okay, so not college school. yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now you're now you're going to school. Fantasia on the mind, band director. You start getting into the classes. Start getting into the classes. Uh realize I got all the way um to student teaching. Okay. With the ed degree, and I added performance along the way, okay. because I really loved classical music and and the way uh, the focus that it gave me. Okay. Um, What's your instruments of choice? Percussion, and, okay. and and within that huge family of instruments, timpani. There's Remind the me. Big old big drums in the back that go like boom, oh, boom, okay, boom, okay, boom. okay, all right. Um, very important role in the orchestra. It is, yeah. yeah oh yeah. See that? Yep. Um, and so you get all the way to that. I get all the way to that. I get all the way to student teaching and I get, finally get to my placement and I get, uh, placed in front of a middle school band and orchestra and I hate it. Mm. I hate it. You're the band, you're the, what's it? The band director, the band. Yeah. What's well, it you, called? The, 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 yeah, the maestro. The director. Yeah. 
The maestro. Yeah. Or the maestro, whatever you want to use. Maestro, because I'm a Seinfeld fan. You don't know you that, go. but for the Seinfeld fans, that's a great episode. Maestro. Yeah. He <laughs> breaks his stick and it just throws them all off. Anyway. All right. So you didn't like it. You I got didn't up there. Like it. Why? Because like, I was more involved in the art than breaking down with 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 middle school students and and other I wasn't interested in teaching quarter notes and rhythms ah, and notes. Dare I say it was beneath you? You could you say musical that. snob. You You're a that. musical snob. I'm a musical you snob. Know. No, but you were looking for the, the higher end, more um, cerebral side of the music. I was looking business. for meaning mm. behind all of it. I was looking for okay, what's my sound? I want to create something meaningful. Creative that goes together, not teaching middle school kids that you're hitting the wrong note. Yeah, yes. I'm with you. Okay, yes. that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah. And, so that and, turned and you off, right? It turned me off and I decided... Which, by the way, that is middle school. It's That's not Philly harm, you know, symphony, right? For sure. The artistic comes there. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes, at that level, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't want to be a teacher... If I wasn't all in, gotcha. Like yeah. it's a disservice to me. It's a disservice to the kids. Yeah, I. It's. I'll never do anything the rest of my life that I'm not all in. Yeah, I think you're in the same boat. You're just 25. Yeah, I. I mean, that's so good for you. I'm just. I can't even tell you how lucky you are. I really can't. But anyway, it's awesome. I'm gonna live vicariously through you and your mustache. No perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so now, so now you're still into music. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to music at home? I listen to music every single. Waking chance I get. You on your phone with the ear pods? Or you, yep. are you, you have a uh, record player at home or no? No, I don't do records. Because people have gone back. You didn't grow up in that era, but like everybody. See, here's the thing. I don't. I don't. I don't have the ear that that makes a difference. I don't have the ear for that. You probably do, but you didn't grow up with it. Like, it I makes a difference to me. I just can't afford it. I okay. can't afford to it dump. Is a, it's a crazy hobby. Like I have dump a money into yet I, another. Yeah, I'm only buying albums that I love. Like it's like top 15 right now although i did just buy the new muse album because i love muse and oh, i love the album that so just good. came out the new album's great it's freaking i haven't great. heard it yeah and the last few were good but not great and it's great anyway um all right so so you're still into it and if you're playing music is it mood based what you're playing yeah sometimes you're playing the punk stuff well, sometimes you're playing the now uh, well I, I i was taught on percussion and okay. i did half a master's in conducting and um now I'm learning electric guitar mm, all okay. by myself. Okay. So kind of like a complete 180. Not necessarily, but I, I'm finally getting to play music that I want to. Okay. Not not that I didn't want to before, but um, there was so much pressure. Mm. That's that's the word. Okay. It's pressure free and things that I want to learn versus things that I have to learn to further my career. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. It takes a lot of takes a lot of the the sparkle and the glamour off okay. of it. All right. So you still, uh, what's the ratio of music you're listening to right now? Is it like fifty percent punk? Are you like eighty percent classical? Are you in doing other stuff? I'm doing. I see you as a big Beyonce guy. I wish. I, I can't do hip hop. I can't do any of the new hip hop. I can't do any can't of the do new hip hop, but I'll do old hip hop. I can do well. Old to I'm you like, is like not old to me, but yeah, I know what you're saying. I can't even choose between uh, Biggie and Tupac. Yeah, so that's still not old to me. I'm like Public Enemy. What? Public Enemy, Eric B and Rakim, Boogie Down Productions, wow. Run DMC, Beastie Boys, All Cool J. Run that was DMC's right before. It was like it. It was like a generation before them. Um, got you. Got you. Then came like NWA and then Biggie mm-hmm. and the East West stuff. But anyway, 
I, I, I stop at the Tupac era. After that, it just, just became too produced and overproduced in the same hooks. And anyway, hey, well, one of my boats favorite, and hose, one I of mean, my favorite, if you, if you were to press my face to the glass, one of my favorite artists is, right now, hip hop wise is, is run the jewels. Oh yeah. They're good. They're, they're good. Fantastic. Yeah. That's a hybrid to me. I don't view them as anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Seen them a couple of times at festivals. Very good. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lollapalooza. They're always on the list of Lollapalooza. Always. Um, all right. So, all right, so what's your ratio? Did we get to your ratio? I don't think we, we didn't did. get to my no, ratio. ratio. I'd say about 30% classical, um, 70% everything. Everything else. Okay. Everything. And okay. I'm talking pop. I'm talking... Country? Not country. Can't do country. Can't I can't do, do country. country. Sorry for my country listeners. I'll do... Of which I have none. I'll I can't do, do it. I'll do, I'll do K-pop before I do country. Yeah, I would too. I would too. It's I could catchy. do I could do it's Johnny good. Cash. Yes. I can do old. Well, that's like that's like southern goth. Yeah, I that's not country. I can't do the Again, it's just the same thing. Anyway, all right. That's good. All right. So two big passions, mm-hmm. right? Um do you go to any um symphony shows or anything like that? Do you go to orchestras or no? I I I need to block out more time for that. Though Cuz there's so much in Philly. There's it's so like much. really a good scene, but I've never done it. The problem with the sim- the modern symphony is that it's it's just locked in archaism. Okay. It's it's it needs to update and it needs to drop the idea that we're serving the community. Like the community is lucky to have us. Ah, gotcha. Rather than gotcha. trying to give them what they want, kind of thing. Or? Yes. Yes. So you want to hear my last symphony? Yep. Legend of Zelda. Symphony. It was the Philly Orchestra. That is so cool. With a backdrop of all the Zelda games and playing the Zelda songs. That is so cool. Went with my son. It was badass. It was really cool. I highly recommend that to anybody because it, it had the nerd fest and then you could actually embrace the those are live people playing that shit along with the game that is showing the backdrop when that music was playing. It was really cool. It was really cool. Anyway. Video game music is Oh, it's fantastic. gone a long way. Oh, it's insane. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's insane. So, okay, well, let's see how cultured I am. It's Legend of Zelda. It's about as we are. Hey, I was at Symphony. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I had a lot of beer, too. Anyway, all right. So, all right. So now um, we like to flip gears a little bit now. We're at our kind of way beyond our halfway point. See what happened there? Yeah. Right? You just yeah, never know where it's going. That was, right. you know, I learned a lot. Hopefully, you enjoyed yourself. Um, what, what do you, when you think of pop culture right now, do you have a show, a movie, or anything? Is it Beethoven? Is it your thousand page thing? Are you binging anything right now? Are you podcasting anybody? Um, I really like, and in terms of podcasts, I love Stuff You Should Know, okay. uh, which is just a- Don't know it? Okay. General, stuff You Should Know. Stuff You Should Know. It's a great, like, um, takes really complex subjects and breaks it down to oh, I like that. layman's terms. I would like that. It's really accessible, okay. really digestible. See, that's perfect. This is what I like to get into the podcast. Something that people can learn from, they've never yeah. heard of, that actually can benefit them. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They'll, like, they'll talk about- Everything stocks, murder mysteries, okay. and breaking it down, breaking it, breaking down. it down into like ways that you can understand. Okay. It's so nice. Even me, even you. South Park, Deadpool. Yes, yes. F and McGowan. Yeah, they'll go. They'll sure. go that. All right, I'll I'll be the judge. I will listen to one tonight, Perfect. out of respect for your choice. Oh my gosh, I will. No total respect. It's the mustache. All right. So <laughs> now, and another thing I like to talk about is: is there anything you use day to day other than your mustache grease? Mm-hmm. Right to flip it up at the end, you were going to probably use that, right? As a product that other people don't know about, just like that 
podcast you just saw? Is there anything you use? Um, you know, is it, is it the great? So I'll give you another one. I never talked to anybody. The flushable moist towelettes in the men's room at home are lovely. Are they really? Do you use the flu- you never use the flushable? No. The Cottonelle flushable? So they're flushable. No, I'm, I'm stuck in the dark ages okay. with baby. Ba- well, yeah, you're, you're not a starving artist, but you're closer to that than, True. than not. But yeah, a flushable moist towelette is like, all right, let me mark this. A douche for your anus. <laughs> so I can cut this out. So that what I did for the voters out there, I can press a button that like shows me when I'm going to cut a part of the thing out in case we want to release this to anybody that's not going to be offended by douche of the anus. But no, it's you You have a fresh feeling after your number two all day long because it's wet, but it doesn't like leave you wet. Are you talking about a compromise between toilet paper and a bidet? Uh, it is kind of in between, yes. Yeah. So I do, I actually, truth be told, when um, COVID started, now it's coming out. I went online and I bought two bidet attachments for my toilets because there was no toilet paper. Like literally, I couldn't get toilet paper. Remember this? You remember this, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, you need toilet paper. Yeah. You can't that use paper towel. What are you gonna <laughs> use? What are you gonna be like in uh, uh, Step Brothers using the rug on the floor? I don't think so. No way. No. Like but I bought two bidets, never attached them because then toilet paper got back. But the moist towelette, I never had to. It's sitting there right next to my toilet. Nobody ever attached because I have no mechanical ability, so I wasn't going to put it together. But anyway, Dude, I think it attaches should. on. I, I should get a plumber because I feel like a bidet is a good thing. I feel like everyone who has one has been like, you will not Yes, go you don't go back. That's yeah. moist towelettes for me, though. Okay. So if you get the Cottonelle, you do a couple of standard wipes with the dry. And then you clean up with the wet. So that's an example of something that I think you didn't know about. It's a yeah. lovely experience. Uh, I've never heard any negative. Just like you said, once you go bidet, you never go back. Exactly. Like your coffee. You like it black. Like your men. Once you go black, you, you never go, go back. back. See, it's just the same go-to jokes for 27 years. That's all I got. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so there's mine. So you, you have anything in mind that you do as you wake up in the morning, you splash this on, or you do that, or... I'm gonna I'm gonna use a cop out, and it's the, one the mustache that everyone, grease. The mustache grease. It's one that everyone knows. By the way, he carries the mustache grease in his backpack. Fair, I do. I do. Fair. I saw it the other day. It's pocket. like a lip balm thing. Yep. Right. And does it groom it? Does it keep it? What does uh, it do? It's called a it's called a style stick. Okay, style stick. It's not really a stick. Per it's se. a stick. It's, it looks it's, like it, lip balm. It literally looks like lip balm. Yes. Yes. But it's called a stick. Yes. Because that makes it more manly. Of course. As opposed to, with, what with, would you call it? A, a, a what stick? Would you call it a what stick? A style stick. So instead of a style bomb, that would not, you would not be able to no, pull the style No, because bomb. that's different. Is it? There's a thing? Yeah, there's a mustache right. bomb. All right, so, there's beer bomb. Okay, all right. So, but give me what right. you're going to give me because I just wanted to out you for your mustache bomb <laughs> I that I saw the other day. I, the... I waited for 50 minutes to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This, mine is lame and it's okay. one that everyone I'll be knows. the judge of that. I'll but tell you if it's, it's lame. It's one that is especially helpful for me. And that is the humble water bottle. Don't know it. What do you got? So for me, I am abhorrent at drinking water. Like I'm very bad at like a natural process. Can't be as bad as me, but like, I agree. It's so yeah. I, I like it's bad. Which is like the best thing for you. It's like there's no downsides yeah, to drinking it's water. It's literally the best thing for you. That yes. and sleep are like the two healers yes. in life. Okay. So, so you wanted to be better. So I wanted to be better at drinking water. So I bought myself a nice water bottle. Okay. And um, 
it literally you ever hear the term emotional support water bottle no but i can understand it yeah it it's like your well i was gonna say it's like your whoopee but that's for people that watched mr mom in the 80s way before your time yeah i don't even it was an emotional support blanket mr the whoopee it was his whoopee (laughs) anyway for those of you that are over 40 you're getting me. This Anybody is my under? Whoopee. No. Okay. This is my whoopee. Well, you Google that, and I'm Googling. What was I Googling earlier? Your podcast. Okay. Yes. There you go. I'll send you the whoopee, whoopee clip. Please do. Very emotional. Okay. Please do. So you get your emotional support water bottle. Yes. No, I've never heard this. Is this a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know people are attached to their water bottles, but from an emotional support perspective, that's next level. It's it's more of like That's like if you in, lose like it, more, you're in tears. That's like more in tongue-in-cheek. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> not like cradling, yeah, like, like, putting it to bed, hyperventilating. Like putting it to bed with a little blankie. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you got you got your favorite. How did you decide what kind of water bottle? Well, did it matter? I, I um I had a hydro flask for a while. I have no idea what that is. Give me that. What? Give me that hydro flask. All right, hydro flask me. All right, so it's just like a, this brand of water bottle that you know is is made out of metal and it keeps things very temperature. Okay. Yeti-ish. Like, so, Yeti-ish. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. It's, it's it's like the the. Is rag. it next level Yeti-ish or is Yeti-ish better? It's on the same. It's on the same footing. Okay. It's, I it's, gotcha. It's like a campy thing. It's like either Apple or Samsung. Okay. Um, but I had this water bottle and I paid some money for it. You know, no, you no. Thirty-two you ounces went was legit. Forty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I grew attached to this yes, thing. Yes, of course. And it literally. It's mere presence encouraged me to drink water. Mm. It gave you guilt if you weren't using it. Did yes. it look at you and say, no, I'm, I'm empty right say, now. I'm empty and you're not using me and you paid $42 for me. I wouldn't even say guilt. It was just yeah. like, hey, I'm full of like amazing, nourishing water and I'm right here. <laughs> that and would I, never work and for me. And I look that would great. So never, I would love to say this would work for me, but it won't. It did look great though. What color? Is it nice? Blue. Okay. Like electric blue. Okay. It was great. <laughs> I, and I covered it with all Wait, kinds of Wait, you said sticker. was like it's gone. It had like a little sippy straw. Wait, what is all this past tense was? Is it still exist or no? It doesn't. What happened? It's got stolen. It's what? somewhere. People take them. Jesus. Where did it get taken? I don't even know. Man. It's been a bit. Okay, all right. But so I have another water bottle. You it's not a hydroflask, it. but like it's it's a camelback, but it's not okay. the same. I've heard that. It's not the I've same. heard that. Okay. Yes. Um, but like the mere presence of a water bottle okay. makes me want to drink water, right. which is like my Achilles heel. You know what? I've never tried it. I've had, I've never had a Yeti. I've never had an invested water bottle. I have like one of those coffee things. That's nice. You know, like, yeah. I have one of those, but that's not a water bottle. Right. With the little sippy. But does, does it want to make you want to drink coffee? Not at all. Like no, that? not at yeah. all. I never use it. Mm. <laughs> I have such, well, an, there adversity. Goes my no, entire I have point. such an adversity to water that it's awful. It's awful. I drink soda and High sugar, it's the worst thing. Of all my vices, soda has been it for my whole life. No kidding. Yeah, I kicked soda so many years ago. I, I tried so many now. times. I get the worst headaches, and then I do get off it for like weeks, and then it's a vice. It's like yeah. nicotine to me. Griffin Cafe, I love it. I go there with my laptop all the time. I have no idea how much of this will post in our interesting people Westchester, but it's been awesome. It's been awesome. This has been great. I feel I feel good. I have energy now. 
Yeah. And let's hit the strip club. Done. Let's do it. Good. So anyway, this was the hot mic with Mike F. and McGowan and Cameron Davis from Griffin Cafe. Appreciate you guys listening and uh, stop in sometime. It's lovely and uh, Maza Grande. On Cameron, if you mention this podcast. Whoa, I just gave oh. him free Maza Grandes. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Good night. <laughs>